queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. everyone happy holidays it's the three of us we're back cat kayla and jolie oh and can y'all believe 2021 is almost over with it's like damn jeez louise it feels like you know it literally was just summer and now we are two days away from the start of official start of winter yeah and the longest night of the or the shortest day of the year and longest night of the year and thank god i can't wait for that because i'm tired of this seasonal depression give me my sunshine back please oh man well with it being almost the end of the year and everything we do want to like start like recounting our favorites over the year but just a little reminder uh we did send out a tweet a couple of weeks ago um we are taking entries uh until the 31st if you had if you're a designer like do drawings uh we are taking entries for a new logo a new design so you can dm it to us at qt bow down or email it to us at queens.takeover at outlook.com uh, the winner will get a 25 dollar gift card to uh pro wrestling tees and a free t-shirt with your design on it so Get those in, and we are sending little gifts to uh, whoever does submit designs to us as a thank you. All right, so uh, before we get into our top matches of the year, I do know that a lot of the AEW folks were really pissed off this week because Kale's resigned to WWE. Woo! Can I just tell you that when I saw that come out, I was legitimately pissing myself with laughter because I knew that the little smart bitches that had the all elite KO signs already ready. And like, you know, they were so angry. It was great. Um, But now, you know, they're focusing on Jeff Hardy, which is stupid as fuck, but that that's another, another topic for another time. Yeah. I don't want to get into all that. No, no, but just watching these people and then seeing the bucks change the thing to fuck (laughs) chef's kiss. Like, And they're like, he's such a, he's a sellout. He's a sellout. No, he did it for his family because he actually does want to retire soon. He wants to be able to just like a, why does everybody think AJ Styles doesn't do as many matches or house shows as he used to? Like Mm -hmm. he's being with his family. Kevin has children, not his cats that we always see on his Twitter, but you know, this is the best deal for him. And I, I'm happy for the guy. And I think Sami Zayn's going to sign next. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's like, it has a, 
they haven't gotten an official word and everything, but it's like that he is uh, resigning as well because, of course, him and Kale buds, they're, they're best friends and everything. So I would not be surprised. And plus, the work that Sammy's doing with Brock these days, mwah, love it. <laughs> I mean, and also they they allow Sammy to do a lot of his, uh, you know, a Sammy for Palestine or sorry, I'm sorry, Sammy for Syria. Syria. Um, all of his Sammy for Syria stuff. And they don't they don't cause any issues with that. Mm-hmm. They they have been very open with him. He like he's had some of the best fucking storylines, even though he annoyed the fuck out of us. Of course. But I, I just I honestly want either him or Kevin to have the title and them to be on the same show and feud properly. I want the Kevin Steen El Generico feud one more time. And it's like now that he's resigned and everything, I'm not, um, I've been wanting to, he's been long overdue for another world title and everything. But now that he's resigned, him winning a day one seems more appropriate. Don't get me wrong. I love Big E. He has done a phenomenal job as champion and everything. But KO winning a day one seems more appropriate now. Kevin, fuck Seth. Oh, yeah. Fuck Seth Rollins. Um, that, that's a given. But Kevin winning at day one, doesn't diminish everything that Biggie has done. He has been a fantastic champion. Mm-hmm. I actually do not like, you know, long ass title reigns. I really don't. I think it actually diminishes the title. I think it actually, you know, makes like that's why I can't wait. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Becky to death, but I can't wait for her to drop that title. I can't wait yeah. because I like it when the champion, the ex champion, is fucking hungry to get back to it. They fight harder. They, they. It's just a completely different personality, and it, it just, it, it's just a, one of my favorite things to see. Right. So, I honestly would love for Kevin to drop the title, or Kevin to win the title, and for the Rumble, Finn Balor winning, and we're going to have Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor at WrestleMania. Ooh, I know Kayla would love that. Speaking of WrestleMania, did you see somebody's certain tweet about a certain smoke show about being at WrestleCon 2022 in Dallas? Uh-huh. That's a reason for you to go to Dallas next year, even if you don't go to Mania. I'm still debating if I want to go in February to Maryland. <laughs> oh, oh, to the oh, the appearance up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, Kayla, uh, what are your thoughts about Kayla resigning? Um, I think it's pretty cool that, you know, threw everybody off that he did. Um, but the way, you know, they used the storyline, it was like how he got frustrated with it. Um, but honestly, after him resigning, like we said, I wouldn't be, I mean, I wouldn't be upset about it if, you know, he won at day one. Um, it's long overdue. I do absolutely love Big E having the title. Um, but change it up a little bit. Give it to Kevin Owens. He he deserves it. And, you know, just a big old, it wouldn't even surprise me. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he was frustrated with how things were running. Um, when we don't know what really goes on inside these people's heads. So, um, heck, he might have worked a deal with, you know, Vince McMahon. Give me more money. Make me a champion. So never know. know. So, but I'm okay with that. You know, Kevin Mm -hmm. Owens, um, 
like like you said, I wouldn't mind, you know, Kevin Owens winning. Finn Balor wins the Rumble, which he needs to have one underneath his belt. And um, win at a WrestleMania. Get Kevin Owens and Finn Balor because their matches back in NXT and on the main roster they've had has been awesome. You know, they know each other like the back of their hands. So, um, I'm happy for Kevin. If he believes that, you know, he wants to stay in WWE and continue to build, well, he's got a lot to accomplish, and I hope he does it. Awesome, awesome. Including uh, ducking the Roman Reigns, the head of the table. He needs to go down. I don't care what he has to do. <laughs> Knock him out backstage. Who knows? Just... <laughs> All right, well, speaking of Roman, um, I got to ask y'all about what y'all think about this and everything, because for those who didn't watch SmackDown, um, Apparently, the tribal cheese returned on Friday. Of course, he finds out about everything, or he already knew or whatever, and ends up firing Heyman and giving him a Superman punch in the ring. So it's like, Kayla, do you really think it's over between Roman and Heyman, or are they pulling a roost on on Brock? Well, it could go either way. Um, That's not an answer. (laughs) Well, I'm just thinking, if you really think about it, I think that Brock might think he has Paul in his corner. Um, but believe it or not, as much as I would like to see Roman be dethroned, I don't think it's going to be Brock. And um, he might just be a show. Um, you know, so Brock's like, haha, you know, I got Paul back in my corner. Mm-hmm. But then again, Look how look how Paul reacts when Kayla Braxton always comes out and says, "So, did you know that Brock was going to show up, or did you know about this?" He doesn't say anything, or is that just a way of him, you know, pretending like, eh, "Yeah, he ain't showing up." Well, you know, I don't know. I th- part of me thinks they're playing with us, maybe thinking that he may turn on Roman. Well, then again, I I don't see Brock winning so um just give it an early you know i know we'll do it but early prediction i don't think it's over between Heyman and reigns i just it's just like i said i think it's just a show um if anybody i don't know anything can happen but honestly i don't think it's going to happen at day one whatever it is because i don't see brock taking it um but Heyman, either way, needs to watch his back because if Brock wouldn't have came out, he well, obviously he was already flat on the uh, on the ground. He, he didn't move one bit, right after the Superman punch. But yeah, um, but I'm just saying, regardless, you know, Roman's got the back of the Usos, but then again, they're kind of focused on the New Day now, so it's it can go either way. Um, but I'm saying if they do turn on Reigns, I like how they build it up because that was really good build up. Make make Paul look like yeah, I'm talking to him. Um, then again, they might be playing with Brock. You know, they've always called him the Beast Incarnate. You know, is this a way to trigger him? Maybe you know, get Paul Heyman back in Brock's head and thank him because what happened that day that. He goes, what the hell is this? 
you're going to go a hunting moose, you know? And what'd he say? The one I used to know used to do this and do that. What happened? He attacked Sammy Zane. Yeah. You saw the Brock that you would normally see, you know, maybe Paul getting in his head, but, um, just a, not a spoiler, but a prediction. Paul Heyman's walking out of day one with the universal champion. Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Jolie, jump in here, hun. I can actually speak now. Wow. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I'm usually the long-winded one, but see, here's the thing about Paul Heyman. He is the dirtiest player in the game. I know that's always been put towards Ric Flair. Ric Flair can go suck uh, as many herpes-infected dicks that he can, uh, but there is nobody knows how to scheme, backstab, or do underhanded bullshit like Paul Heyman. Whether or not this is a complete ploy to get Brock and make him an even more bigger baby face than he already is because this Brock is actually kind of fucking awesome. Oh. I don't know. We we will we will have to see, but I will say this. I will say this. Whatever happens, I am actually enjoying this program and um I am looking forward to seeing what happens next because I do believe Brock is not winning, but I don't know how Paul is going to figure in uh, into this whole fiasco. So right. either way, I'm actually just enjoying the walrus getting his ass beat for the minute. Um, but, but like I said, like I have been like, being somebody that has seen and watched old ECW at three o'clock in the morning in college, you know, it's just, there's something about ECW and the roots where it comes from, because it comes from Philly, right. and, you know, it, it's, you have a connection with certain people, and I have, a, like, you know, you got a connection, even though he's a, a New Yorker, I have a connection with Paul Heyman, and, you know, it's just one of those things that y- you don't ever want to, like, dismiss, because you know a New Yorker who, who's been around Philly, you know that person's going to say, you know what, let's fuck around, find out. That somebody's gonna fuck around and find out at day one that's about it exactly pretty much and everything but um it's like uh steve uh saw like this tweet out like which brock are you enjoying most and everything and of course it's it, he he's a big brock fan so it's like he he mentioned like the he answered like the current one it's just like this is this is a brock we haven't seen before and he's doing his own talking and everything very well very well if i might, I might add and everything every word's not a cuss word well, it's not only that, but like, did you see the interview that Satin did with um, Our Truth and like how the guys had bets backstage if he could actually make Brock Lesnar laugh? Yeah, no, I did it. Yeah, like they had bets backstage whether or not that they can ma- that that Our Truth could actually make him laugh, and how like Truth was trying not to lose it himself in ring. How you know it's just it's it's nice to see a different side to this guy that everybody labeled a meathead, musclehead, dickhead. Um, like, you know, it, it, like, even when he was doing Brock in the bank and he was having fun and the mayor, like, like, even like, I didn't see that as heel Brock, you know, that, that was a fun Brock too, Brock in the bank, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I like babyface Brock and I kind of hope they keep uh babyface Brock for a little while longer. Yeah, me too. And everything. Okay. And one more quick thing. Um, I gotta give props to Cora Jade because it's like. That little tweet back and forth with her and Darby and everything, it's like props to her on that. So it's like I definitely didn't mind that. I didn't definitely didn't mind see that at all. I, I I thought it was about time that somebody knocked that little shit around and it's nice to see that 
people still do believe in Darby's accuser. Mm-hmm. That he is a little bit of a shitbag scumbag. And can I just say how disappointed I was with Winter is Coming? Who- oh, yeah. it's So it was just Sting again? That was it? There was Yeah, there was no big, like, premiere debut or anything like that. Uh, the big title match, it went on first. It lasted an hour, and it went to a draw. Um, even though the match, it's, the match itself was awesome, and they had, like, a lot of good moments in there and everything, it's actually on my top ten. Um, but yeah, it's like nothing was like, like earth shattering or anything to that effect. But I do have to give props to CM Punk because I did love his shirt that he wore. Yeah, one thing he did right. Yeah, probably but... the only biggest thing in Winter's Coming that is Adam Cole left you guessing. What's his real surprise for the Young Bucks? But that's a Unfortunately, that we kind of already know it's Captain Obvious on this one a little bit. I'm just saying. I mean, I just like how they did it. Like, I got a surprise. But yeah, there was no debuts. There was, I mean, not even a teaser, really, no, unless nothing. you want to include that package as a teaser. But really, you know, exactly. Even so. even last year when they built up Sting returning, I mean, Sting debuting at Winter is Coming. I mean, they really didn't say who, but, you know, they kind of threw something out there, yeah. you know, to let you know that somebody was debuting, but they didn't even build this up. So, yeah, when I, I watched parts of Winter's Coming, but other than that, it was the rest of it caught, caught up the rest of it. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> but uh, speaking of rumors, did you all see the other rumor that has been flying around in the interwebs? About Regarding who? Yowie Wowie. I don't know what to think about that because it's like it would be interesting if he does get re-signed to W if he re-signed, if he get, does get re-signed to WWE and everything, but it's like I don't know. It's like that might be a giant ass rumor and everything, but that would be very interesting, especially how everything played out. Well, I don't and know. I- Again, you also have to think about it. Like, you know, if it do- if he does get re-signed, but it finds out they let him go for mental health reasons, because he might not have been able to be able to get in the ring with everything that's gone on in his life. I don't blame him. Don't blame him. And um, you know, I I kind of can't. If he does, more power to him. I heard Hollywood wants him because of his his. Like he'd be the perfect fucking villain in a backwoods horror flick. Like original Bray Wyatt, like that original Bray Wyatt, that dude gave me fucking nightmares. The fiend doesn't. Exactly. Uh, original Bray Wyatt was a mastermind manipulative jackass. And that's what made everybody love him. Yeah, exactly. Follow the buzzards. And the and the kids with the lights and the sheet masks. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> All right, I got one more rumor. Since we're on the rumor meal and everything, I got one more for y'all that I just saw last night and everything. Uh, apparently, there's rumors uh, floating in the round that uh, The Rock and his partners are a potential buyer for WWE. I can see that. And it's like, that would actually be something pretty pretty terrific. It'd be, I'd see it, and it's like, I would love it. And it's like someone buying it who actually knows the business and everything. And he's like, um 
from all aspects and one who's like in touch with the fans and the WWE universe and stuff like that. So uh, if that were to actually happen, I, that could definitely bring WWE to another level. If that actually happened, I would bet money that Tony Khan would shit his pants. <laughs> Tony Khan will shit his fucking pants because now he would have an actual competitor in WWE because he doesn't see them as a threat. He's never seen them as a threat. Right. And I mean, right now, you know, he kind of has to worry, you know, his daddy has to buy a, a new head coach for his the football team. I think he wants to buy another fucking soccer team over in Europe. Yeah. So it's like, daddy's spending your money, sweetheart. The Khan family has issues right now because it's like, they don't even know if they're going to have to pay out the old coach on his, like on, on any of his contract. Yeah. Because it came out like what he kicked somebody. He kicked the kicker or some shit like that. Like, Urban Meyer really fucked up. Like, I, I have no idea how this guy was supposed to be one of the best college coaches. And he comes in and just, like, gets high every time he had to coach a football game. I think, I mean, from what I actually saw, oh, I totally forgot who he was talking. I think he said uh, early this morning I was watching a Sunday uh, countdown. And, oh, it's Rex Ryan. Apparently he kept talking to uh, uh, Urban and everything. And he kept really uh training like a college like with uh with like the recruiting and just stuff like it, it's it's like he would still leveled it on the college level instead of like taking it to the professional level and it's just like i think that was a lot of his undoing right there but anyways this isn't a sports show this is a wrestling show <laughs> and either way con, con family has, has some money issues right now so all righty oh well <laughs> It's like, oh, well, get over it. First world problems. We're over here like, how the fuck can we do other shit? Exactly. Hell, it's like, I need a new car, so. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're not going to get into that. (laughs) All right. Matches of the year. Damn. There are a lot of them. It's like, I know WWE does like their top 25 and everything. Um, We ain't got time for that. So I was like saying, let's do like our top 10 matches of the year. Any promotion, any brand. Um, Of course, a lot of my list is only WWE, NXT, and AEW. My apologies. I haven't like watched uh, a lot of Impact impact matches and everything, even though I heard that like they totally rock and stuff. So let me go through my top 10 that I have – that I have uh, ironed out here. You can tell me you agree with me or tell me to fuck off. I'm crazy. And then um, put in your own uh, matches that may be missing from the list. How's that sound? Cool? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So this number 10, it's back from January early this year, but I remember after watching it, I was like, well, this one has to be in the top 25, WWE's top 25 and everything. And this is an ode to my Texas brother. <laughs> Who I missed early on TV, but I don't want to get I don't want to get too emotional. Right okay, now. we get to the damn match. Stop crying. You'll be okay. Suck it up, Buttercup. Shut up, the both of you. All right, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre, the one that was on Raw back in January. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was for the title or a title shot. I can't remember, but either way, that was just like a hell of a match that stood out for me. Number nine, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker lights out. Uh, number eight, Roman, Daniel Bryan, and Edge at WrestleMania. 
seven. I did catch some of this one and everything. Mako and Kaylee Ray two, NXT UK. Uh, number six. Uh, I put Finn and Kyle O'Reilly. Pick one. <laughs> it's like pick one. It's like they were all fucking fantastic. Uh, number five, Hangman and Brian Danielson from the other day. Even though it was like sixty minutes and it turned out into a draw, it was still a hell of a match. You can't you can't go wrong with that. Uh, number four, Edge and Seth, Hell in a Cell. I think that was at Crown Jewel. Uh, number three, Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers. Uh, double or cage matches at double or nothing, right, Kayla? Uh, what between Young Bucks and Lucha? Yeah. Um, I think so. Okay, but it, but it was the, but it was the cage match for sure. Uh, number two, Walter and Ilya, part two, and then number one. Part of this is because I'm part of the crew. Part of this is because it was a probably the, the best, the women's best women's match of the year, and a lot of the historical reference to this and everything. My number one match of the year was Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, WrestleMania. That the pride and how hard those two women went in that match, and even the video that came out afterwards of how. Sasha was look. She was at a smile on her face. She was proud of what she'd done, even though she had lost and everything. So, those are my matches. Of the, those are my matches of the year. And while Kayla's working on her list, Jolie, I know you want to get at me. Uh, no, there's some I would I would definitely change. But I think uh, what my uh, number ten match of the year would uh, be Seth Rollins and Cesaro at WrestleMania. Okay. Then number eight, no, number nine would be Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez at WrestleMania, uh, NXT TakeOver 36. Okay. Then I would actually go with a AEW match. Yes, I know. So strange. So strange. Oh. Uh, be Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes um, at a Grand Slam. Okay. That was actually a pretty decent match. But again, I only w- will watch clips of anything that's Malachi Black because I don't watch that. Um, all right, so that was number eight, right? So number seven uh-huh. would be Xavier Woods versus Ricochet uh, from a Monday Night Raw. I believe that was for the King of the Ring tournament. It was in October. Yes. Oh, it was, oh, was a qualifying tur- uh, yes. qualifying match? Okay. Yes, that was a good match. I love that match because we rarely get to see Xavier do anything with anybody else and seeing him go against somebody like Ricochet was actually very nice. Uh, then I would be going with uh, NXT with uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott and Santos Escobar for the um, North American title. I forget what show that was though, but any of their matches at, at all were always on point. Okay. Uh, then I have another Xavier for uh, what was it? Am I five or six? Five. Okay. All right. Um, another Xavier Woods, but Xavier Woods versus Finn Balor at Crown Jewel. Then I'm going to have my number four as Becky, Sasha, and Bianca at Crown Jewel because I really enjoyed that match and it was also very historical. Yep. Then I'm going to have Kaylee Ray and uh, Miko at number three. Okay. And then I'm going to have. Hold on. I have it written down. I have so much shit written down. I apologize. 
number uh am i on two or three two okay so for number two i'm going to be going with (laughs) finn balor versus kyle o'reilly and number one is actually bianca and sasha wrestlemania there, like, there is too many matches for me to pick from. I mean, I number I would definitely throw if I had a top fifteen MSK in any of their tag matches because it's just their triple threat with uh, Grizzly Young Veterans and um, Los uh, Fantasma uh, were always great. Like uh, all the Fantasma, yeah, yeah. Um, any Kushida match, like there's just too many, like to actually uh, even say because it's just they've just like even though people bitch moan complain about all this stuff there's been some good matches this year because you could actually honestly argue the uh la knight versus cameron grimes matches were actually pretty good too that's true that's definitely true all right very salt very salt listen jolie and i actually agree on a number one <laughs> and i actually picked an aew match Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. hell has freezing over I'm just i know right <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kayla. What you got? Um, first of all, um, I will say I can agree with both of y'all's list. Cause and then what Jolie said, it's kind of hard to eliminate to number ten uh down the ten, trust me. Um the ten I got, I just I'll explain why what they're in. It's I just feel like there are special moments in all between all of them. Okay. Um, number 10, I'm going uh, Halloween Hovac, Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez. Hovac? What did I say? Hovac, 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 whatever. Havoc. 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 <laughs> what the Havoc. fuck is a Hovac? Sounds is that Klingon. Reference, is that a reference to Mandy Rose? No. Sounds Klingon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. Um, Go ahead. That match, NXT Women's Championship, um, I'm happy for Mandy got gold around her waist you know she's i believe she she deserves it and i was happy that she won it um number nine cm punk versus darby allen the only reason i picked that one is it was fun to actually see cm punk back into the ring even though darby lost i was rooting for darby Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) number eight was the young bucks versus lucha bros for the aew tag team championships felt amazing that the young bucks finally lost it (laughs) um cannot read my handwriting excuse me um number seven i said was full gear adam page and omega for aew okay championship felt great that adam page finally dethroned kenny omega well deserved mm-hmm. um number six went to impact bound for glory for the inspiration ah that match i absolutely enjoyed saw the spunk and the fire and the spark that those two you know brought to the ring um to this day i cannot believe i'm saying it they are kind of growing on me okay talk about talk about a double shot of hell freezing over i know right (laughs) i I was impressed with them that's all i'm saying and they're what i see from stats on the line they're kicking ass over there in impact so Right. right um Number five, I went with May 14th, 2021, SmackDown, uh, Tamina Natalia winning the women's tag team titles because of history-making moments for the Snuka and Art family. So I thought that was a cool ma- um, cool for them. Okay. Um, number four was TakeOver 36, Walter versus Dragunov. I thought that was one hell of a match. 
they dominated, they did, you know, absolute amazing. And, you know, it was either way, whatever happened, it would have been, it was great. And, but Dragunov came on top and made it even better. Number mm-hmm. three, WrestleMania 37, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. History making moments um, throughout. Don't pout at me. You'll get over number, it. Number three, number three, two. <laughs> You'll all right, understand, all right, you I'll, understand I'll, what my top two is. You'll understand. All right, all right. NXT, number two, NXT, Stand and Deliver, night two. NXT Championship, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. Um, That was a absolute hard match for me. Um, I love both of them. Um, how, you did, how, how you didn't need therapy after that is beyond me. I have no idea. <laughs> I even talked to Finn and asked him, and you know what? He's telling me he was the underdog on it that day I met him. It was actually the day I met him, you know, right before and asked him about the match, you know. But I didn't know how that match was going to end. But, you know, obviously Cross came out on top, and it was a match, you know. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just hell of a match, and they performed very well. Um, number one, NXT Championship. Del Fantasma, uh, Grizzly Veterans, and MSK. I was oh, the, tri- the triple one. threat? The triple threat when MSK became champions the first uh, for the very first time. Ah. And, and I picked that because, obviously, when they debuted on NXT, they tore that tag team division up. They tore that uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic up. So, and whatever their next future is, rather they become two-time NXT champions or are they steal the tag Raw Tag Team or the SmackDown. Their future ain't as a tag team is definitely not done anytime soon. But I'm just, I just kind of on my list. I mean, like we said, there's so many out there that you can choose. I mean, obviously, if we were to sit down, probably between the both of uh, all three of us, we'd probably have about 300 great matches on this list if we thought about it really. Um, yeah. But this one, I kind of just went with with the ones that stood out to me the most, and you know, history making moments. Like I said, it's kind of hard just to pick, you know, limit it. Um, but those were the ones that touched me the most after, you know, watching the match. You know, it just made you feel right. like you were there. Right. They, you know, brought you to the ring. So, um, trust me, if I could have a top, if I could have put Bianca and Sasha up there with the other two, I'd make them all at number one. I'd put all, <laughs> some of these all at number one. Right. No, I don't blame you. No, I don't blame you and everything. It's like, and it was a hell of a list and everything. Jolly? Not surprised. Actually, I thought it'd be flipped. Carrie and be number one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It's just, I always just think of MSK as my favorite tag team. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you were to ask me, they're probably number two out of my top three. Becky's my favorite wrestler, and I still put Sasha ahead of her. I know, I know, I know. Let's do well, Finn Balor's my all-time favorite, and Natalia, and I put MSK before both of them. <laughs> yeah, but was it Sun- Sunday night one-upsmanship here? <laughs> but no, but all I'm saying is that you know, if I wanted to go to like my favorite, if and it like I, they, they're on they're on my list, but they're like my top fifteen because you know I did forget about Ilya Walter because I had to block that match out of my mind because I felt those chops in my chest. Oh, uh, it's like just thinking of like how Ilya's chest looks. It's like, ugh. yeah. So, but it's like for me, any like 
I really wanted to put the Becky 26 second match on there, but it's like people would be so fucking mad if I did. Because, yeah, you know, that, that's a little wrong. <laughs> but again, everybody was so fucking wrong about that. They said, oh, Bianca's buried, Bianca's buried, Bianca's buried. Bianca is now in a great feud with Dewdrop. Becky is feuding with Liv. Becky, Bianca and Liv are ha- doing house shows. Mm-hmm. You know, so Be- Bianca is not buried, and people need to shut the fuck up about that. Okay. Question. All right. Question real quick. Speaking of Dewdrop and everything, with her, with her getting new music and everything, do we feel like she's going to get her name back to in the process? She says, do not ask her. She does not know. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't even read that tweet. Okay. Well, no, like somebody said, like, you know, people kept asking her when she's going to get her old name back. She goes, I like my name. Leave me alone. Okay. Really? You like her name? Really? <laughs> well, sometimes oh, they don't have. She's been fucking bullied because of the way that she looks on online. So she's going to be pissy at the fans. I don't fucking blame her. Like the way that people treat her online True. and jo- uh, Jordan Grace. Yeah, no. Nah. Okay. Very, like, very, very true. <laughs> All right, I gotta get this off. I gotta get this off my chest. All right, so because I, I was just thinking about this. So next week, um, the other part of like recapping twenty twenty one is doing our favorites: favorite male wrestler, female wrestler, tag team, breakout star, what the fuck moment, and everything. And it's like I keep seeing this shit on Twitter and everything. Y'all, Britt Baker is not the best female wrestler of the year. Oh fuck no, fuck no. that. Oh, 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 oh. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. Okay. She has a lot of star power. Yes. She's been getting a lot of mic work. Yes. Has she elevated anything in AEW? No. I mean, has she improved a lot in the ring? I mean, she hasn't, we haven't seen her in a whole lot of matches and everything. It's like, she's not the best wrestler of the year. And so, People like start thinking like I I I've seen that like way too many times. No, she's a star in AEW, but no, like no, not ugh. it's pissing me off. People get it. Oh, these AEW marks and everything. This bullshit. All right, Jolie, go. <laughs> no, I completely one hundred percent agree. She is not the number one. She's maybe top ten, but you know you've got women like Nico Sadamayora on that list. You've got. A lot of people from stardom on that list. You can't just say, oh, Britt Baker's the best. No, you're not. Have you improved? Sure. But Bianca Belair can wrestle circles around you. Sasha Banks can wrestle circles around you. Becky Lynch can t- out-talk you. Charlotte Flair can do everything out- ahead of you. Bailey, when she's back, can do it. Alexa Bliss, when she comes back, can do it. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, Mandy Rose, Naomi, Natty. Uh, those women alone are better wrestlers than beyond uh, than Britt Baker, Ruby Soho, better wrestler, Liv Morgan, better wrestler, Ronda Rousey tied. Um, Selena Vega, better wrestler, Rhea Ripley, sure as fuck, better wrestler. So, you know, I'm so sick and tired of everybody sucking Britt Baker's dick. Uh-uh. She's not even in my top 10 for women. <laughs> Kayla, I want to put any, want to add anything to that? <laughs> um, she's not even in my top fifteen, really. I mean, I ain't got nothing against Britt Baker. Um, but 
the um, best female wrestler of the year? No, that's not who I'm putting. I'm sorry. I mean, just, I mean, she's got Rebel and Jamie Hayter in her corner. Yeah. And I really cannot name a match when she actually defended that title by herself. And if she would have never had Jamie Hayter and Rebel when she went up against Chris Statlander, Chris would have been champion right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, unfortunately, like they say, she's not losing a title until double a double or nothing. And when she does, I hope she goes down and she don't come back up. That'd be a great day. Mm-hmm. Goes down great. and don't come back up. I don't care who takes you out. <laughs> I don't care if Nyla Rose becomes the first ever two-time women's champion in AEW. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's Sheeta gets it back. I don't care Thunder Rosie gets it. Somebody needs to dethrone her and knock her off her dentist chair and drill her mouth together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Speak. Okay. And then I had to bring this up and everything. So Miss Tia Knox Nixon Newell. Um, she's been talking online and everything about like putting her wrestling list together trying to make up for she she finally got it down to one page and i'm like going damn the women on the, the not just women that the the wrestlers on this list that she wants to go against is just like damn it's like a who's who and it's like i see ruby soho on here for round three diana prazo serena d mia yim round two mickey james Britt baker um and these are just the women on here. Kira Hogan, Chelsea Green, uh, Allison Kay, Thunder Rosa. Speaking, Chelsea. Speaking of Chelsea. Speaking of Chelsea. Yes, you see yes. Matt knock the fuck out of her with that chair on impact? And the belt before. And then they're, they're getting challenged by the Knox, uh, the, by, our, by our lovely friends. The cars. They- yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he, knocked, he knocked the fuck out of her. Okay, I got I got to find that clip and everything. But yeah, it's like uh, Chelsea and Brandon went at it and everything. It's like they ended up challenged. It's like they ended up getting challenged, challenged and everything. So it's just like, yeah, the Kirks and Cardona and Green. Sign me the fuck up for that one. I, I would actually travel for that show because I would love to see uh, Matt and Chelsea just get the ever loving fucking shit kicked out of them. Like I, I, I am. I will bring my baseball bat for Casey I will bring my kendo stick for Brandon. Uh, I I will find a fucking axe and bring it to you guys. I don't care. Whatever weapon you want, I will find it and bring it to you. (laughs) Just as long as you beat the shit out of those fucking twat heads. Exactly. It's like, sign us up. We'll we'll help sponsor. We'll we'll sponsor that match. We will find a way to sponsor that match. If I got to go to a bank and rob it, we will sponsor that match. Sponsor that match. And be there for that match. Exactly, exactly. And a meet and greet. So, oh hell yeah, for sure. It's like I'm so stoked that they're gonna come here in, in February and everything. So I actually get to see their work in person because it's like they're fucking crazy as hell, and I love it. It's like those two. Oof. Okay, let's see where was I? Thunder. Okay, Thunder Rose said, "Yeah, Mission Pro. Hello. Her, her, uh, not her, not her. Ninety days is up in February." Let's see. Rachel Ellering, Taya, Catalina Garcia, Jamie Hader, 
and then Crazy Mary. And then, like I said, that's just the that's just the girl she put on those lists. So it's like she's got she's looking to definitely make up for some lost time. <laughs> I mean, it sucks that she got let go, and I I hate that for her. Yeah, but honestly, I and I've said this multiple times. People that get let go from the WWE, it's not the end of the world for them. No. She's going to get picked up. She's going to be doing all these indie shows. She's going to be wrestling at Impact. She's going to be wrestling at uh, Dark. She's going to be doing stuff. And I can't wait to see her do that. Um, And can people stop pushing Johnny Gargano to actually get back and wrestle? Can you let the man actually fucking breathe and prepare to be a father? Like, leave him the fuck alone. It's like, it's, it seems like he's trying to, like, take some time and just, yes, of course, Candace is getting ready to pop and everything, but it's just like, he's like, he's setting up little by little, enjoying Twitch, doing stuff on Twitch, setting up, like, uh, his, his shops here, here and there and everything. It's just like, yeah, let him breathe. Damn. This is the first chance he's had to breathe in years. Uh, and, and speaking of people that we don't see wrestling anymore, uh, there's apparently a new trainer for the PC, and it's somebody that I said is going to be a trainer for the PC, and that's Timothy Thatcher. Ooh, because he was what? he was he was backstage at all of the tryouts, and so was um, Eichner, uh, um, Imperium, the red tag, the bald headed dude, Fabian, Fabian, yeah. Yeah, he he was there backstage. Um, they were also back at the PC helping people, which I thought was really like you know, and that's what I love about the PC, and that's what like I love when we get to see these tryouts and all that stuff because we get to see these veterans helping these young one young wrestlers come in, whether they have a little experience or a lot of experience, you know, just teaching them small things, and the P- they get so excited that they actually do it proper, and I think you know if AEW wants to to compete they are gonna have to put a school together and we actually have to see what they're doing because i i think getting to see what they do with the pc is a big thing also florence Pugh, can you please reach out to nixon she really wants to meet you i'm like i wanted to be like Paige. come on hook the girl up you she she played you in the movie right oh my god (laughs) oh man oh lordy 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 okay kayla so we have a quick question so we have the the semifinals of the tbs tournament set up who do you think is coming away with the title well be honest with you if i had to take a guess um just the way they've been pushing her and pushing her and pushing her um could be wrong but i think jay carhill's coming out with it i don't know i just got i just got that feeling i don't want her to me too yeah um I'm... i really i wouldn't mind ruby having it but i don't think she's ready to have a title yet so you know kind of if i honestly had to choose out of this four it would either probably i'd like to see nyla rose hold it and then thunder rosa then ruby and then jade but Unfortunately, I think Jade's coming out on top. Okay. I don't see Jade winning it just because she does seem kind of problematic with the fans. 
and this is something that they they already have one heel champion with the women's division um so i actually think that they might let ruby win it because of the fact that she has like she's fucking cm punk of the women's division right now she has so much uh momentum with the fans and I think, in all honesty, it would be the smart thing for them to do and then have her feud with Jade to have Jade take it off of her. That way you can actually get Nyla back where she deserves, and that's in the main title picture. Right. Yes, I'm speaking AEW. Fuck you guys. I don't see shit. Uh, no, 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 not you, our listeners that are, like, probably jaws dropped. Like, how the fuck does she know all that? She doesn't pay attention. I do pay attention. I just don't like watching it. Yeah, it's like you got it. It's like she said that multiple times before and everything. So it's just like she doesn't actually just like sit down, watch it, TNT and everything. It's called highlights, social media. I mean, how do you think I catch up with NXT and Raw and SmackDown sometimes? Right. <laughs> I know how to read people. It, it, it is, it is, you know, I, I just don't sit here playing video games all day. Jeez. But speaking <laughs> of uh, video games, I, I do want to say this, and this is going out of our realm. But congratulations to Dr. Lupo, who as a twi- uh, was a Twitch streamer and now streams exclusively on YouTube for, I think, the past five years, raising over $10 million to St. Jude's for wow. kids' cancer. He did a 24-hour stream yesterday where he streamed with multiple people. Um, I, I remember last year I did donate $10. I, couldn't, I didn't have time to do anything this year because I was working and I was like pissed off about today uh you know fuck fuck the washington football team for getting covid like little shitheads and not being fucking vaccinated like they're supposed to be you fucking twat rockets um so yeah i'm not happy about having to have a game on tuesday because at least today it wouldn't have been as cold it's gonna be fucking freezing now Ooh, ouch yeah so i'm not a happy camper um i don't mind night games when I know they're going to happen, but my sleep schedule has been kind of wonky lately. So it's like I'm I'm going to come home. Games that I have to be there four o'clock. The game starts at seven. I'm not going to get home until one o'clock in the morning. I will leave my house probably around eleven or twelve. Stop somewhere to get lunch, dinner. Um, make sure I have a hoagie in the car for me to eat while I'm waiting to go home. I'll eat a hoagie because the, the food is not sitting right at my stomach at the stadium. So I get like a hoagie from Wawa. Um, and it's just going to be a long fucking cold day. Mm. And and then we've got the short week and then it's like, bam, all right, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, football game. And then luckily I have two weeks off after that to be like to – because they, what people don't understand is not just the football team that's affected; it's the actual fucking people that work in that stadium who have full time jobs, mm-hmm. who do you know? I mean, even though I have a part time job, this is kind of like a job too because I have to make sure everything is done tomorrow night. Everything is up, ready to go. I cannot dawdle. Everything has to be done with uh, editing, yeah. and just like you know, these they you know the fans are like oh you know blah blah blah. Like, Washington, the Washington fans were the ones that are being the dicks. Uh, it's like, yeah, do you work there? Well, no. Well, I do, motherfucker. Come to my section, and I will have a nice conversation with you. 
but you uh, know it's just it's just it was just very frustrating like at last like you know i mean granted i do get out of work at 11 o'clock at night on saturdays and luckily next saturday is christmas so i don't have to worry about like i'll be able to go to bed get up at a decent go to try to go to bed early like try to be in bed by midnight get up at seven get ready for the game so unless yeah. they unless they do the the right thing and either push us to the nighttime uh, swap the games or they swap us to monday night Who but knows? they 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 won't do that because they're dicks oh man it's it, speaking of like surprises and everything it's like it's for it's sunday night and we're recording this while the sunday night game's on and it's the fourth quarter and the buccaneers have not scored a damn, a damn point yet well, and I will say this, and this is coming from somebody who has like watched and <laughs> a lot of divisional games. It doesn't matter what, how good your team is or how bad your team is. When it comes to divisional games, they are always the hardest ones to win, and it's always a knockdown, dragout fight. And Leonard Fournette, Fournette went out with an injury, so. Oh, he he went out too because it's like Evans and the Godwin went out earlier before I came on. Yep, shit. shit. And but it's just like I'm in two fantasy leagues, and this would have really, really, really would have helped one of them. So oh, that's okay. Kyler Murray fucked me earlier. How the <laughs> fuck do you lose to Detroit? But I have noticed that about Arizona when they play good teams, they win. When they play sucky teams, they lose. So. Uh-oh, Caitlin's got an update. No, um, I was just saying, changing the subject back to wrestling. Um, <laughs> but no, um, just a quick prediction. AEW, Rampage, Holiday Blast, Holiday Bash, Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes, TNT Championship. Who's walking out as champ? Who do I think should walk out as champ, or who do I think? You know who do I think the company's going to have walk out as champ? Give me both. Um, I think that um, I think as much as this pains me to say because I do not like the little shit kicker. Um, I think Sammy should retain, but I think they're going to make Cody win. Three time champ. That'd be interesting. Well, he is the top tier mid Carter. Cat. Yeah, he's a little shit and everything, but it's uh, yeah, they're probably gonna keep it on. I I think they're gonna keep it on Sammy uh a little bit longer and everything. This would be like a good match for him to kind of elevate his status even more as champion by taking out such a by taking out such a top name and everything. And Cody's like such Cody's like kind of iffy with the fans right now and everything. And yeah, as much as he's a little bit of a shit and everything, Sammy's like way over right now, so. I don't really see them taking the title off him yet. I, I yeah, uh, there's something I was about to say. Never mind. Halo, who do you think? Um, as much as I would like to see Cody, you know, become a three-time TNT champion. Um, even though he still got me blocked on Twitter, stupid Sammy Guevara. I don't give a shit. Um, but no. Um, I will say this. I don't like Sammy. I, but 
you know, watching some of his matches, he does have great wrestling abilities. I don't mind watching, you know, him in the ring. Um, but unfortunately, I do just the way he has been on fire with this title, even though I don't see Sammy losing it anytime soon. I'll be surprised if he does. So mm-hmm. more than likely, Sam and Guevara is going to come out and win the title. Me retain. Retain the damn title. Oh, and AEW, if you're listening to this, okay, Cody does not get the title from Sammy Guevara. Next opponent, get your uh needs to be Sonny Kiss. He needs to get that title. About time that he needs a title. Some I mean, so You're only saying that to get you're always only saying that to get unblocked. I don't care about Instagram. I ain't on that pay, on that very much anymore. I'm not right. seriously about to delete it. Start deleting right. pictures off of there. <laughs> All right. I got one final thought. For me, I'll ask y'all in a minute, but I got one final thought. WWE. Enough with enough with the happy talk bullshit. Enough with happy Corbin, Madcap, Moss. Enough with that crap. Because it's like, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. And it's, it, I find it very upsetting that you've let go some very talented wrestlers and charismatic people to keep these two idiots on. Granted, Baron Corbin, he's 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 good in the ring and everything but this happy corbin happy talk bullshit is ridiculous and it does need to stop i can write better crap than that and i but i don't have i don't have time a lot of time these days all right because of my full-time job <sighs> jolly any final thoughts um i saw somebody doing show a picture of your re- uh, your favorite wrestler before and now can somebody do jericho you know when he was skinny and now he's fat please Wait, which favorite wrestler? Well, no, somebody they, somebody had Edge, somebody had Becky, they had uh, oh. EO. So I'm like, the, I, all I think of is Jericho. Like, I know somebody has to have Jericho as a fan, but, you know, Jericho, when he was skinny and in shape in the WWE, and now he's just a fat tub of lard in AEW. <laughs> um, kind of a little chunky there. <laughs> he's a chunky monkey. Um, <laughs> he needs to lay off the chunky monkey. That's what he needs to do. Uh, um, mine's not wrestling related, but please, it is 2021. Can we lay off the gay hate for the love of fuck? Can we lay off of racism? Can, can we grow the fuck up as a, as a society? Please. I, I am, I am exhausted from constantly watching people have to fight for their lives just because they're different sexuality, different skin color, and come from a different country. Do fucking better, people. Okay. Merry Christmas. I, okay. I do. I, okay. I take that back. I do have one more final thought. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll get you one more second. But I do have one more final thought after this damn video. Um, November 2022. Uh, cannot come here sooner enough, especially in the state of Texas. Um, we need somebody else in Austin. Let's Greg go, Beto. <laughs> Fuck Greg <laughs> Abbott. Yes, because your dumbass gun laws. Yes, people can carry guns. Somebody tweeted at me about this. Yes, I know people can carry guns in their cars and everything. But it's like with people who people don't have to have permits. They don't have to have specific training. So you can have some Yahoo 
pull up to a school bus, wave to some kids, and then also point a damn shotgun at them. Was he driving the car that? Like, wow. Somebody else, he- I, I, I think somebody else was somebody else must have must have been driving and everything. I saw that video. That was fucked up. I'm like the kids like jumped out of the way. Yeah, good job. You know, that person needs to be thrown in jail and never allowed to own a gun ever the fuck again. Yeah, so I'm off. Like I'm I'm all for the Second Amendment. I get it. You're allowed to have guns. I think your gun should be regulated. I don't think that you need to have an AR-15 to go fuck hunting deer or ducks or geese. There is no need for an AR-15 to put 10,000 holes into a fucking deer. What, how are you going to eat it? It's going to be full of fucking lead, you dumb fucks. The Second Amendment was about muzzleloaders, not about modern weaponry. So it's okay to have a hunting rifle that is a single shot. It is okay to have semi-automatic handguns. It is not okay to have an AR-15 that can be modified to a fully automatic weapon that can kill innocent people and that is my political talk for the night and i'm just going to mute myself because i will go off <laughs> so yeah that's enough for me kayla floor is yours any final thoughts um other than i will say i agree with you with the whole happy corbin and madcap i mean it's it's old and what even makes it worse when he was doing the gimmick his ass wasn't broke in real life. He was living life, you know, because yeah. he was still in there. Um, but yeah, you have those two asshats still running around doing different chuckle fucks. That's a good word. Chuckle fucks. Chuckle, chuckle fucks. <laughs> I love it. We need uh, a new dictionary for to put like all of our new words on there. It's asshats, like... chuckle fucks, anything. There you else. go. <laughs> um, but anyway. And a famous word of my uncle, he likes to say the word clusterfuck. So chuckle fucks in a clusterfuck screwing up what's really good in WWE that don't even need to be on there. Exactly. Um, but by the time this drops, um, it will be Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everybody. Be safe. Um, remember, Santa is coming to town soon, so be nice. and. Um, we will. S- what was I going to say? We will see you after Christmas and before the new year. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> it's like I'm, I was like, my brain just went. Rrrp. Well, it's like you wanted to say we'll see you in the new year, but now we're we're actually. Yeah, that's what I think. I stopped. Like, um, yeah, because we're still recording. Yet. We're literally recording right after Christmas. So, pretty much, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Any. So basically, it's like happy holidays, to everyone. You don't celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa. Christmaca and the famous words of Seth Cohen from the OC. I used to love that. He called it oh, Christmaca. Oh, I love that show. Oh, Christmaca. I, I gotta watch that. I, I gotta pull up my collection about that. I have all four seasons on DVD. Me too, me too. It's absolutely one of my favorite shows. But yes, I always loved his Christmaca. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, no, but happy holidays to everyone. Enjoy your family. Stay safe, though, uh, because there are still people out there being total idiots. <laughs> I laugh, but it's like it's a it's a damn joke. And um if you're driving, for the love of God, if you're just doing the speed limit, get the fuck out of the left lane. Get the fuck out of the left lane. That's to go fast, bitch. Stay in the right if you want to go slow. 
fuck you little old ladies that want to be in the left lane stopping traffic because you don't know how to fucking get over and use your turn signal into the left right lane get out of the left lane out of it sorry (laughs) okay okay i have to ask how many speeding tickets have you had in the last five years two (laughs) what about you cat zip i actually actually no i've only had one and i should not have even you should have i should not even have gotten it because i sped up so i didn't get run over by a truck but they caught they caught you for that oh yeah he goes i know but i have to pull somebody over and you're the one that i busted wow fuck that i i actually personally have myself have not gotten a ticket in since 2009 and I also have a little app on my phone that says police detected ahead. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's called All Google right. Maps. People post them when they're on there. <laughs> All right. Well, happy holidays to everybody. Stay safe. We are in a pandemic. It's not a joke. Sometimes I have to laugh because still people consider it a joke. It's just like how people still take this thing as light, lightly as they do is like utterly ridiculous. But stay safe. Enjoy, enjoy yourself with your families and everything. Um, And that's all we have for this episode of Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. Merry Christmas.